Well, after the reading of the Christmas story and after the singing, we all got presents donated by people we didn't even know. The younger boys got toys, but after age eight or so, we got more practical gifts like new shoes and socks, a pair of pants, or maybe a hat or some work gloves. Presents meant that somebody somewhere cared about us. Staigute, welcome, my friends, to the Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today's program is a special one because this time of year has so much significance in my own life. My name is Soapy Dollar, and I'm a Mescalero Apache. I was born and then abandoned at birth on the streets of Albuquerque, New Mexico, by my birth mother, and then picked up by a fortune teller named Princess Babe Hawk. Babe Hawk took care of me as well as she could, passing me around to different families to help take care of me until I was five years old. In fact, I lived with sixteen different families before I was six. Just before I turned six. She sent me to live with 400 other homeless and delinquent boys on a 2,000-acre boys' ranch. I lived at this boys' ranch till at age 18. I graduated high school. I left the ranch and started working my way through college. People have sometimes asked me what was Christmas like on a ranch with 400 troubled boys. Well, first came the big celebration in the gymnasium. There was usually a Christmas play, and all the choirs combined to present special music about the birth of Jesus. I remember, even when I was very young, being deeply touched that Jesus too came into the world in a, a lowly and humble way, and I felt a connection with Him. Like many of our native peoples, we too at the ranch were simple people of the soil, farming, ranching, tending our herds. So it was especially interesting to me that God first chose shepherds and humble people to share the wonderful news of the Savior's birth, and God told the shepherds on that starry night that the good news was for all people, every tribe, every nation, language around the world, through all time. As a boy, I loved to sing those beautiful Christmas songs, and I loved every detail of the Christmas story from the Bible. This comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter two. Now it happened in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the people should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment made when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to enroll themselves, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to enroll himself with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him as wife, being pregnant. It happened while they were there that the day had come that she should give birth. She brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in bands of cloth. And laid him in a feeding trough, because there was no room for them in the inn. There were shepherds in the same country, staying in the field and keeping watch by night over their flock. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, 
Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a feeding trough. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace, goodwill toward men. It happened when the angels went away from them into the sky, that the shepherds said one to another, Let's go to Bethlehem now and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the feeding trough. When they saw it, they publicized widely the saying which was spoken to them about this child. All who heard it wondered at the things which were spoken to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these sayings, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, just as it was told them. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch our keeping this this is Christ the King whom shepherds guard and angels sing haste haste to bring him Lord the babe the son of Mary why lies he in such mean estate where rocks and are feeding Oh dear one fear for sinners here the silent word is pleading Nail spear shall pierce him through the cross be born for me for you hail hail the word made flesh the babe the son of Mary so bring him in Gold and myrrh, compassion king to warn him, the king. 
on high. The virgin sings her love. Joy, joy for Christ is born. The babe, the son of Mary. Well, after the reading of the Christmas story and after the singing, we all got presents donated by people we didn't even know. The younger boys got toys, but after age eight or so. We got more practical gifts like new shoes and socks, a pair of pants, or maybe a hat or some work gloves. Presents meant that somebody somewhere cared about us. When I was about eight years old, I learned that God gave the first and greatest Christmas present by sending Jesus to forgive my sin and bring me into His forever family. Just a week or so later, I prayed. And I asked God for His gift of eternal life, trusting in Jesus so that I could become a child of God. The immediate effect of receiving Jesus as my Savior was that I became less self-centered. All around me every day were other boys from broken homes and difficult situations, abuses and addictions and divorces. God began to develop in me a concern for others. And a desire to help other troubled boys find new life in Jesus. After the Christmas celebration came the Christmas vacations. All year long, we milk cows, slop the hogs, and work the cattle around our school activities. At Christmas time, the boys who had parents were allowed to leave the ranch and spend a couple of weeks with their folks. I traveled and visited with Princess Babe Hawk once. But then she was killed in a car accident, and I had nowhere to go. So I had to stay at the ranch during Christmas with thirty or forty of the other boys who were also orphans. It was really special because it was the first taste of life in a normal family. After most of the boys left on Christmas vacation, the staff took over the daily chores. Now, if we wanted to work, we were paid double, <laughs> so we usually took advantage to earn and save a little extra money over the Christmas holidays. Everything was more relaxed. We would eat in our dorms like real families instead of at the large dining hall, and after supper, we'd play games or watch TV together. During the holidays when I was older, the dorm parents taught us how to hunt, how to clean the birds we harvested, and enjoy biscuits and gravy and freshly cleaned and cooked quail and pheasant. It was a special step toward adult responsibilities and manhood. In these vacation days, we got to know our dorm parents in a more personal way. We would pray together at meals and talk together about truths and values that would shape our young lives. My faith in Jesus Christ was a happy, joyful faith. As an orphan, Christmas became a time of major growth as a young man and as a follower of Jesus. It was a chance to think through the experiences of the normal yearly activities and form opinions and values based on who Jesus was and what He was teaching me and what He was doing in my life. Christmas helped me understand that Jesus was not only my Savior, but also the Lord of my everyday life. I left the boys' ranch after high school. I got a job, started working my way through college. 
still following Christ and growing in a local church. After I graduated college, I married a godly Christian young woman and we decided to serve the Lord with our lives. Now, after almost 50 years later, this journey has taken us to about 40 countries of the world, sharing the message of God's love and the new life and hope found in Jesus Christ. Yes, that baby born in a manger grew up, and by his death and resurrection from the dead, he purchased salvation for all who would bow before him and receive him humbly and gratefully as Savior and Lord of their lives. The Bible says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who trust in his name. This holiday season, if you have not yet opened your heart to the Lord, and by faith received him as your Savior and Lord, there is no better time than Christmas. Won't you do it now? If you would like a copy of today's program, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. You can also hear today's program online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.